Welcome to the TR Show, where today we'll be talking about a range of different topics. Let's start it off with the Missouri Senate race. Um, this is a race that started off kind of really in the handbag of the Republicans. Todd Aiken was leading this till his comments on the legitimate rape kind of got this turned around. He fudged that up. Yeah, it was kind of a problem there, but I think he's starting to turn this around to really show that he is a career politician for the Republican Party. Yeah, I think you're right, and I don't know if that's going to hurt him or if it's going to help him. Well, I think in Missouri, that's a highly Republican state. I think he'll be able to pull this off. Um, he started off when the comments first came out around 20 to 30 percent below what he was going to be able yeah, to come really back. Grown since then. What you've seen since then is now, I think, a poll come out from the St. Louis Dispatch that had him just at two points behind Claire McCaskill in comparison to what he used to be. Yeah, um, I know it's. I know it's going to be close. Uh, and we've also seen. Claire Bear uh, moved from a Democrat to a uh, more moderate position. Yeah, it's kind of been her uh, new strategy yeah. to get back with a base of Republicans in the state, yeah. I think. And uh, really, most of her stuff has been really just smearing. I heard an ad today that uh, I think it closed out with saying, uh, if you're a woman, there is no question. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, because I, I, I would say that I don't think Missouri women are worried about the stance of Claire or the stance of Todd Aiken on the rape and abortion. I mean, we all know what the law is. The law is not going to change. It's been ruled. But I think when you're looking at what they're going to be looking for is, you know, a candidate that stands strong on job creation, that stands strong on what Missouri believes in. And I think in a state where seventy percent of the population voted for Brock or for Obamacare to be out, yeah. we're not going to see this as an issue in the first well, place. And, and I think that, you know, uh Democrats try to pull women with this whole abortion and birth control thing. And really, in, in most of the country, they just want their husbands to get back to work. I think the same, you know, being able to provide for their family, I think they're on the same page as what everybody else is at. They're looking for somebody who's going to provide that economic, you know, welfare in comparison sure. to what other candidates won't be able to provide and what they've seen for the last four years. Yeah, and I, I just I don't think that uh, people are going to be swayed by Claire McCaskill's... Um, Trickery. Uh, you know, I, I think the polls are showing that there is a trend and there is momentum going into Tuesday for Aiken at the point that he is continuing to gain and gain and gain week after week. Had the election been held a month ago, I think it's game over. I think when it comes down to, you know, the St. Louis Dispatch, I don't believe is polling everywhere outside of St. Louis and Kansas City in those areas because they're forgetting basically, I think, the south half of the state when yeah. you look at that point. And, oh, absolutely not. I think that uh, when you go into that poll and you, you put R on the top of the ballot, you're going to follow R all the way down. Uh, I think you're I think you're right there. I don't think there's going to be a vote any. for Romney in my book is a vote for Aiken. I mean, you're not going to vote for Romney and turn around and vote for Claire because you're going to get right back in the same boat with uh, what she's been doing. Yeah, and I think that's a good point to make. You know, our ballots are very to the point. And besides, unless independents are the ones that are going to make the decision, but I think the independents are the ones that also went out and voted two years ago for us not to enforce oh, yeah. Obamacare in the first place. So I think that's going to be the strategy he has to push through and continue to echo going into Monday and what's her left of Tuesday for him to be able to continue to pull this out. Yeah. But I think I think this poll is positive for him. I mean, within four points, you're within the margin of error. Oh, I, think, yeah. I think, you know, and, and depending on the sampling, we don't have it directly, but I think that he'll definitely come out ahead at the end of this at the end of this on Tuesday, for sure. Absolutely. So with a lot of the talk in the nation right now as the swing states, you know, as the nation goes in Ohio, I think it's time to make our own predictions on how this is going to go. There's a lot to get that magic 270 number that's needed to win this okay. election. 
Let's start with um, a list of the states. Okay. Actually, we'll just read the states off. Uh, let's just start with the ones. Yeah, we'll just go with the, the straight flow. Colorado. And uh, how many votes do they have? Colorado, I believe. Let's see here. Are they... Hmm, I want to say nine. It's all right. Um, I think I think. Colorado, yeah, they're nine. They're not electoral votes. Nine? I think those nine are going to go to Romney. Think, you think Colorado's going to roll Romney? I think so. Okay, we'll put that down. I, I think, honestly, when I'm looking at it, I, this is how my lineup's going to go, and we'll just go straight through mine. I think, honestly, New Hampshire is going to go to Romney. I think a lot of people are counting on that to go to Obama because, you know, it's been going Democrat for a while. But I think that state is going to go him. And for him, that's four right there. I think when you're looking at North Carolina, I think there's a reason why that they had the Democratic convention there. And that was to try to pull some votes. And there's a reason why the president really hasn't gone back to that area. That's because, that's go yeah, I think that's going to go Romney there. And when you're looking at that, that's 15 for Romney. Yeah, that puts him up. I think Florida, there's no contest. I think that's going to be Romney's for that sure. I don't think anyone's going to have any issue there. Yeah. Um, you know, for, I mean, that's 29 for Romney before we even get started on Virginia and Ohio, which I think are the more of the toss-ups in between the two. And honestly, I think Ohio is going to go Romney. Um, you know, that's one of those, I don't know if we'll get that or not. You know, I think with the governor that they have, they've seen a lot of good stuff going on there with that Republican governor they have in that state. But at the same point, I think, you know, some people confuse the state's good outcomes to the federal government just because of the sheer size of it. So I don't know for me. I think for me, um, I'm going to give that, I'm probably going to give Ohio to Obama. See, I, I think, think he's going to get that. I think Ohio's going to go wrongly just because uh, it's... A lot of rural area, and yeah, I mean, you got Cincinnati, you've got Cleveland. I mean, there's a lot of people living. You got Toledo, you got Cincinnati, sure. Cleveland, yeah, and I, Dayton. I'm sure those will probably go Democratic, but all those rural areas. I mean, you've got you've got a lot of ground there. There and is just like you said, Missouri. The whole south of the state is all red. And see, here's what I St. Louis, Kansas City. Sure, those are blue. But those are blue. Those are for sure blue. <laughs> you those rural areas, and you got a lot more red. And I think Ohio is going to go the same way. Um, you know, I don't know. The, the CNN poll that just came out right now shows this race as a dead heat, 49-49. Yeah, I think the part the, that they're leaving out. Also oversampled. Yeah, yeah, they are oversampled. The dead heat. Puts, but here's, here's what I'm thinking, right? The beginning of this race, especially if we just look from October pre-debates, was Romney's down, it's looking rough. You know, they don't have the energy they need. They don't have the pool support. He's down four or five plus points. As the debates come, all the momentum is switching at the right point in time. It's kind of like baseball. It's all about who gets hot at the end. I think the San Francisco Giants are going to prove that for us, which they did. But when you're looking at that, I think that Romney's got the momentum going into the race on Tuesday to pull it out on the popular vote. No, I, I agree with you 100%. I think he's going to win popular vote. Hands down. I mean, my only question... Pretty good-sized landslide. The states that I'm really worried about are Colorado for me. I think those... I think Colorado is a kind of an issue for me there because I don't know, you know, really what's going to happen. huge crowds in Colorado, though. Yeah, he did. I'll give you that. But I think at the same time, though, there's a... There's a... You know, Denver's a huge area that's going to go blue. And I think it's hard to overcome that for the rest of the state when the majority of your population lives in that city. Yeah, it's going to vote. I, I mean, for me, Colorado. I think, I think those. I think that nine has to go to him. I think that's going to go to Obama. I think Ohio is still for me. I, I'm leaning towards Obama. I think there's a chance that like between now and then, Romney gets it. But I don't know for sure. But here's my here's my 
dark horse. My dark horse is Wisconsin. I know it's a toss-up right now. It's 10 electoral votes. But, you know, I think with Ryan on the ticket and I think with what's happening with that governor and him winning that recall, it shifted all the momentum to the Republican Party. I mean, I think when you're looking at that, he's going to have what he needs to pull that off there. So for me, you know, looking at those, the only one that's left is Iowa. And at this point, if you're winning Wisconsin, you're winning North Carolina, and I think he's going to, Romney's going to win Virginia and New Hampshire, then I think when he pulls Wisconsin, it doesn't matter if he loses Ohio or not. I think think that's how it's going to look from there. And even though I think Ohio is kind of in that dead heat race, it could go either way. I think he's still got a good what shot. About Virginia? What do you think about Virginia? Virginia, I, I'm, I'm thinking Virginia's going to go with Romney. I mean, they're a state that's looking, you know, selected a Republican governor. They're a state that is, you know, I think close to the same situation North Carolina's feeling with a higher unemployment rate than the national average. I think they've seen what's going on. And, you know, I think with 2010 and everything that's happened in their state with the flip to red, I, I think Romney's going to be able to pull that one out. I think their battleground states right now that they're going to be focusing on are Wisconsin and Ohio, which is why I think the majority of them are going to be in there. But I still think Romney pulls out Wisconsin. You the one for me, Iowa? I don't know. Uh, Romney's I, – I, well, Iowa, I think, is a hard call. You I know? think Obama's going to take Iowa. I, I think Obama's you're, I think you're close, Iowa, right? Obama's got Nevada. I don't think Nevada's a contest. I think the, the Harry Reid political machine is going to pull that one out for him. Oh, yeah. I just I, I can't see any contest there. We came close in 2010 with a Tea Party candidate that gave gave him a heck of a race, but I just I can't see it. So what I have for mine, Florida is going to go Romney, Virginia is going to go Romney, I think New Hampshire is going to go Romney, and I believe Wisconsin will definitely go for Romney. The only toss up for me really is going to be Ohio because I'm thinking Colorado and Iowa are both going to be going for Obama. So I think it comes down to who wins Ohio. Romney wins Ohio. I think this race is over for sure. Um, Obama wins Ohio. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be close. It's going to be difficult. I think it's going to be a tough, tough race if Obama wins Ohio. I just don't see it being that close, man. I think think Romney's going to take Ohio. I think it's going to be close in Ohio, but I think Romney's got it. And, I mean, uh, I think Romney's going to take Ohio. He's going to sweep most of the other ones. I mean, I'm looking down the list. I've got Obama and Iowa and Nevada and everything else. I got Romney. I think. I mean, I think Colorado and Ohio are going to be close. But other than that, man, I think I think Romney's got it pretty much locked down. You know, I I, I would agree with you on that. I just what's the? You have any idea what the Obama's approval rating is right now? Um, is he still sitting around forty five or forty seven? I mean, from I think that I think that's a big approval between now. And I, I think Sandy, depending on what happens with that superstorm, I mean, I think how this plays out over the week will either help or hurt him. Because if they don't get that power turned back on and they don't show him as a presidential candidate, then I think we're in a situation that we haven't seen. In a long I know time. they've pushed real hard. I mean, they flew him back to the Situation Room. They got him in there. They got the snapshots. They tried to make him look presidential, but uh, I don't know how much looking presidential really helps a sitting president. I'll give you that. I mean, when you're looking at a country that is having some rough situations in between the unemployment situation, the new superstorm, trying to find job creation, competing on a level of education that we haven't been able to. 
and not seeing those improvements, I think at that point he's setting in a rough situation because we know what he's been like for the last four years. I think a lot of people are realizing what he's been like for the last four years. And when you're looking at those swing states, I think the independents are going to come out and vote because those are the ones that haven't made up their minds. Republicans are going to come out in drones. They're going to vote. I saw today um, a report saying that New York was trying to push the uh, uh, election back. And uh, I know well, I knew they were getting there was extended hours that were approved, wasn't there? Yeah, I believe there was extended hours, but I saw a report saying that they were requesting an extra twenty days or something like that for a count. For a count, yeah. And I I know that you know without a constitutional amendment, it's not going to be very easy for them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know we've disregarded that for quite some time. Yeah, that's the current standing. You know, I'm I don't sure, think that'll be an issue. I'm sure Obama can wave a magic wand and make and make some happen. magic happen yeah. there. Um, here is the cool thing that I think that we will see when going into this election is that the Republicans are going to be out and voting more so than what we have seen since 2008. And I think that's something they're not accounting for in these polls is, you know, the silent majority in the United States. Oh, and I think you're 100% on target with that. And I also know that there have been several reports of uh, early voting and not just being Democratic. There have been a ton of Republicans out there voting early. And uh, I know that's something the Democrats did not expect. You know, and that's going to help. I mean, that's going to help the Republicans. That's a, a huge blow to the Democrats. And, you know, I think a, a state like Florida, when a, a Romney's going to, you know, I think they they understand that they're going to win Florida because I think the Obama administration and the campaign believe the same thing, which is why I think the fight really lies in. A, Ohio, because right now Florida, you know, you've got a growing number of conservative retirees in that area, and I think Romney's going to be able to pull them out, whether it's anything. I mean, you know, with the endorsement of Marco Rubio, I think that's going to help him a little bit with Hispanics in that state because they carry, they love that candidate. I think that's a great endorsement on our part, but also I believe that Hispanic and Cubans aren't going to be able to outnumber the votes that are going to come from the conservative retirees that are in that state. No, oh, I think you're absolutely right. Here's that uh, from CBS News. I guess New York state law allows for an extra day of voting any time that uh, registered voting falls below 25%. And uh, it looks like they're trying to request more time. Well, I mean, if even, if we, even if we take New York, we all know New York's going to go blue. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, I'm not doubting they're going to go blue, but... I'm afraid that they're going to try and use that uh, as a standard for everyone else. Well, I mean, let's look at this. But see, let's look at this, though. Even if you take the states that are hit, you've got Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Delaware, the D.C. area, and Maryland. Sure, those are all blue. I mean, those are all states that even if they took till the end of next year, I think we would still get to the magic number of 270 needed to win. Without having to rely on those states' votes to come no, in. The I think you're right, but we wouldn't be able to get there without uh, some fudgery happening, and them demanding fudgery recounts. Or Demand recounts. I mean, we like saw the that. same thing in 2000. I oh, mean, right. and, the magic and, number for us comes to the electorals, whether or not a giant hurricane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you know, I think when you're looking at this, the map's looking pretty good. If I'm Romney, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know. Florida's in the bag. North Carolina's in the bag. The states I'm going to focus on are going to be Ohio and, Colorado. you know, I think Colorado, I think it's gone. I don't think we're going to get Colorado. I think our states are coming to 
Wisconsin, and Ohio. I think those are the two states that if Romney puts his, you know, puts all his eggs in the basket, those are the ones that he'll win. Because I think Wisconsin is setting at a point where the momentum is on the Republican Party side from what's coming on to the recount and having his candidate be, you know, from that, or his, you know, I mean, his VP candidate being from that state, I think that gives him a lot of ground. You know, those people like like that guy. He was elected for a reason. He's a new member of Congress. He's tried to get budget deals going. And because of that, I think he's going to have ground carrying that state in. You know, with that governor endorsement, there's a reason why he won two elections, basically, sure. with a recount. Yeah. And against a, a political pumping machine, you know, the unions have in that state. It's a stronghold on that state. For him to be able to win there, I think we can also win there. Well, no way around it. Uh, Got to get out there. Got to vote. Got to get us people out. Got to get conservatives out there. Yeah, Got to get Tea Party. Got to get independents. Got to get people who believe in job creation and, you know, all of those aspects that we have been pushing throughout this campaign to get out and vote. Oh, that's that's the big deal. If they get out and vote, it doesn't matter what we sit here and talk about. It's going to go Romney. And nobody can carry it for you. So. No one's going to be able to do that. Yeah. I think a funny point you brought up earlier was the Situation Room in Libya, Benghazi. You know, last night I was sitting there and with my brother and we were watching MSNBC and Fox News. And, you know, two polar opposites. And not in the only station that I saw, you know, of course, was Fox talking about the Libya-Benghazi situation. I, and else it all. I haven't seen any coverage out there. And mm-hmm. I turn over, you know, onto the other channel, MSNBC, and, of course, they're talking about the current situation in Ohio, which, you know, granted needs coverage. But I think this is an important aspect that we've seen sure. cover up over for a, a ridiculous period of time. Like, we don't know exactly what happened. We don't know where the president was because of all the flip-flopping we've seen. And we've yet to really come out with any type of... It's been, it's been almost two months. Of two months. And I think this is something that is similar to Watergate. Like, we're seeing a cover-up here, but we're also seeing a difference between what happened with Nixon is the media has got Barack Obama's back. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't seen any type of coverage, any type well, of probing. I think it's ludicrous to compare this to Watergate um, just because uh, Watergate resulted in no people dead. Um it wasn't a, I'll give you a worldwide fiasco. It wasn't, uh, I mean, it was covered up, but not to the extent that this has been covered up. Uh, no, I mean, there wasn't American lives in jeopardy. We didn't sure. leave people behind. And I'll give you that well, completely. No one rotted in jail for two, two months it's true. You know, over Watergate. Uh, I mean, there's, a, there's an innocent man in jail for, for making a video that he was clearly in his constitutional right to make. And, you know, I don't think the video is the issue. I mean, when we're looking at – we've, we've seen – no, the video is not the issue. This was prefabricated. We knew it was there. The intelligence was there. And we had seen this, that some type of attack was going to happen in that area. Well, See, the video September wasn't the response. No, yeah, it was September 11th. There was a reason why the British had pulled out their people from the area. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they left. And there's a well, reason – There was a reason why there were people in – tri- troops on the ground in Tripoli. Yeah. There was a reason there were – uh, a, a SEAL team mm-hmm. blocks away. I mean, we uh, have we have email confirmation now. Uh, that have come out that they were sent well before September 11th happened. Uh, there have been reports that uh, the 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 group was amassing in the area. Yes, uh, I mean we knew that going in sure. to September 11th and prior when they had brought back the SEAL team in the first place, so mm-hmm. they weren't even able to respond or be able to. You know, protect him in a situation where something like that did happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can. I think it's absolutely disgusting uh, what this administration, done, what, what this president has done, what I he mean, continues to do, what the, the media the, uh, continues to do. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I, I think that uh, we we have to get answers. And I mean, it comes down to answers. We, I mean, I think you need to answer some some easy questions. Why didn't we get help there faster? Why did we pull out help prior in August? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't August twenty third, twenty first, somewhere that we decided that we were going to pull out um, the protection for him when he's asking for more. I mean, when the ambassador is saying, I need this protection and we're not giving it to him, we need to ask that question, why did we pull out? We need to ask why the FBI wasn't allowed to go in and do an investigation until two weeks after, mm-hmm. two weeks after the evidence has been trampled on, people have been there, any type of cover-up or whatever could have been, could have happened in the first place because we weren't there to do anything or to do that investigation. I mean, any murder trial, the first thing you do is close off the crime scene and you get in there and you get all the evidence that you can get. Yep. Yep. And for whatever reason, we weren't allowed to get into that area. Yeah. Well, well not only what happened and who knew what when, but uh, why did we allow it to happen? Why has the media not followed up on this? Why have... Why have it? Why has it been pushed to the back burner? You know, I was listening to Glenn Beck the other day, and he was talking about a story that was being held, and the information from some type of emails that were confirming that there was some type of cover up with the administration not to allow this, and they were refusing to release it. No one has been trying to get that information out there until mm-hmm. after the election, and that's what we're seeing here is a time. Well, and we've been promised answers after the election. That is ridiculous. I mean, this is something that needs media cover or needs media coverage. This is something that people need to know about because this is one of the key issues. There's a reason why we had a presidential debate that was one about the economy and second about national security and foreign policy. Right. I mean, yeah. there's there's an innate well, reason. Well, my worry is if, if if this administration can't keep our people safe overseas, uh, not even troops, but an actual ambassador. I mean that's the that's the I mean, one to say, you don't break it, it, and what's to say we don't do the same thing in you know my mind, mean, at home. In my mind, an attack on our embassy is an attack at home, and it sh- I think it should be treated the same way. And if 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 we saw Bush act like this after nine eleven, there been probes, the there been time, questions. Oh, he would there would have been impeachment charges, and I think there should be if it comes out that the president the, denied the media and lied and covered up. He should be impeached. I mean, could you imagine the White House press secretary for Bush at that time if this would have happened under him? I mean, it, we, we think some of the questions and the and the circles that they run yeah. in that room now are ridiculous. I mean, we would have seen some tough questions, some Absolutely. hard probing out there. We would have seen the media doing their job if they would just do it for both sides. We wouldn't have these issues. Sure, you know, well, and that's like fair. Said, the only people covering this is Fox News. And the talk, radio. talk radio. I mean, that's Rush, all we're hearing it from. Andy Levin, Beck. I mean, you're hearing it from the guys, you're hearing it from the top from there, but you're not hearing it from any other type of yeah, outlets. NBC didn't cover. I mean, you don't have Chris Matthews saying anything about it. Oh, of course not. Of course and, not. We all know where he stands. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I for one think that uh, this administration needs to be held accountable, not just for Benghazi, but for all the things under this administration that have happened. I mean, there has to be accountability. I mean, if I thought it was kind of funny this morning when we're looking at the job reports that comes out, and he's up. Like, we're up 7.9% now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he promised it would never get above 8%, but it took how many years to get to this point, and yeah. we're still there? And the only reason why that we've seen this decrease is because people are no longer on the unemployment benefits they're, they're receiving. Yeah. I mean, well, and, and I, I, I think that those numbers will probably end up being revised down. 
But uh, we've also now you mean revised up. I mean that's yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's what we see month after month. Oh well, we got the numbers mixed up. Yeah, and uh, I think that the uh, the track record of this administration to me is just laughable, and <clears throat> I, I don't see how it hasn't been um, brought up in the media. I mean, what Gallup has underemployment at fifteen point seven percent. We take that on top of the people that don't have jobs and the unemployment level being at 7.9%. Sure. I mean, that's, you know, you're talking almost 30% of the population yeah. right there is in, you know, a situation that they're hurting for work, don't have work, or looking for a job for somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost when you got a third of the population, they know somebody who's hurting, they feel the effects. I mean, even if we don't have the Libya thing out in the open till after the election, I think when you're looking at just from job creation and economic levels, they're going to go to a candidate who's done more than run community events. Yeah. Which is why well, I think we're setting comfortable in the swing states. We're looking for a candidate who's honest, with real transparency, and who delivers on his promises. And in no way we saw and you know, great, I think, great promises coming from Obama, but we have absolutely zero delivery on any of them other than his health care plan. You're right. And it was passed. And, you know, when you're looking at it, I think Romney's sitting in a situation where he's just got to go out and look presidential and echo his message Mm -hmm. of, I've created jobs, I know what it's like to make a bottom line, and he's the only one with a clear plan. And that's exactly what he's doing. I mean, Obama hasn't produced anything for this is what my next four years are going to be. We just know what his last four years were. Well, and I think Romney said it best when he said, attacking me is not an agenda. Exactly. And I think, I think, that's I a good think if he continues to echo that and Obama continues to do nothing, then uh, it's going to be a massive landslide just as we predicted on Tuesday. I think you're right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps our show up for this week. Tune in with us on – are we going to come in Wednesday? I think we're going to be Wednesday after the election. Night, maybe, maybe. Maybe Tuesday night. We'll post up. We'll get it going. We'll be here again, though. We'll be talking about the election status, and hopefully all of you that are listening go out and vote. Yeah, and uh, let's hear any uh, comments or suggested topics through the email and uh, maybe some, some feedback. Yeah, why don't you get that email to our listeners real fast so that way oh, they can. Uh, it is thetrshow at gmail.com. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to The TR Show. We'll be back here in a couple days to give you some updates on the current turnout of the election. Thanks. Thanks, guys.